we need that little warm up, that little oh, thing. Oh, we do warm up first. Dude, it's football it. time. Yay. <laughs> Isn't it tonight the first game? I don't care. Oh, I don't care either. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. I don't, actually, it's weird how it's crept up. Ah, fuck just this. didn't give a shit. Yeah, DJ <laughs> In the house. Let me see if I can do some lame earth. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, amps, amps. Well, I'm gonna leave. Fuck you guys. I need energy. Welcome back to the XYZ podcast, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to me, Dianira. <laughs> Good job, Sounds as like fast a horse race. <laughs> Fucking idiot. Uh, I'm here with, uh, as usual, sexy man Harry Fox. And how are you doing, people? Uh, and as usual, sexy boy christian breaker good day breaker of hearts uh low energy i'm low energy you're low energy ah <laughs> uh, bullshit i'm bringing the energy bitch <laughs> there we so, go christian all right here here this is this is what we're going to do tonight um harry actually spoiled my little surprise what? world cup no it's not even the world cup <laughs> <laughs> european, european championship is on and i actually wanted to talk to you to um about your relationship with sports and uh, namely team sports so question. not i don't want to talk about all this oh, I'm, I'm doing athletics because i'm such a fucking nerd it, it's it, it's, a, it's <laughs> long distance cross country <laughs> fuck off Things i'm doing orienteering it's like in what away in from life people um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i used to play netball <laughs> Yeah, is is netball a thing in South Africa? Yeah, yeah, it is. It's quite a big championship. Going no on. netball. I thought you said nuts ball. Netball, <laughs> which is also a game where you throw hacky sack at your friend's nuts. <laughs> Harry, where did you grow up? No, I mean, I, this explains so much about yeah, Harry's school. Though. It was it was like a manly thing that you got you got to oh, you, you got to keep your legs open and is take a hacky sack to the nuts. That's why your scrotum's so misshapen. <laughs> It toughens you up, man. It gets testosterone. I've got calluses on my penis. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you can't come. I have, I, I have iron crutch. Oh, okay. Sure you do, Harry. Did, did, uh, did you grow up with football, Harry? I mean, you, you're yeah, basically yeah, yeah. the product of two nations that are fanatical about kicking a leather ball. Yeah, so I, when I was a kid, I was, I was big into it because like, I grew up near Southampton. And when I was a kid, they had an amazing... Shut up. Shout out Southampton, they had an amazing team. And pretty, like more than half the team were, were players that came up through the local system. So they were like local boys and they, they were kicking local ass. Like, like one year we had, we had like, I'm using we now. See that? Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. So, yeah. We, I was, us against the rest of the world. Exactly. Southampton, yeah. I was part of this. I contributed absolutely nothing. But <laughs> you drank a beer at the pub that paid for someone's salary. I don't think it's nothing. So. Yeah, and, and uh, <laughs> you just justified your alcoholism. Yes, exactly. I used to, I used to kick. I mean, this was even at the age of like eight or nine. I used to kick a football around my mum's living room, watching Southampton play football. <laughs> and one year we had like five people in the England team. So they were they were really shit hot, and then the whole kind of commercialization of football came along, and like suddenly Manchester and Liverpool had like international teams, and that was and Southampton went off the radar for a while, and I stopped giving a shit. This is when Southampton started vote, uh, contemplating Brexit because of all the foreigners ruining uh, football. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we need our team back. Yeah, Southampton Trump probably is kind of racist. They're one of these like not very wealthy cities that always vote right wing. 
yeah so and and it's tough it i mean yeah anyone from Salem's well it is what it is <laughs> it used to be a beautiful city and then the second world war happened and then they rebuilt it in the 60s and now it's a really uh, shitty city a lot of pebble dash hey <laughs> yeah the 60s yes <laughs> 60s are really bad for architecture yeah it's just yeah all pebble dash all over yeah, I was sad that Switzerland that seemed to get on the wave of that as well. Like, oh yeah, we did. Mass oh, yeah, some really shit happened in in Bern actually. It was it's quite appalling. They, they um, thought that a highway will lead to the salvation of society, mm. and then they built uh, high risers uh, next to that highway. Oh man! Uh, having said that, my girlfriend grew up in one of those, so I'm quite lucky. <laughs> <laughs> the projects of Basel, yeah, so totally. they produce nice people. <laughs> I think Joburg was also built on in like 80s, 60s to 80s. So the architecture just looks like a bad B-roll movie. Yeah. You know, like a private detective film. There's this beautiful Monty Python sketch on this where it's like there's this board meeting and these architects come in and they're explaining a building they've designed. It's a high rise. And they're saying, yeah, and here people come in, they'll be spinning blades to chop them up. And the people are like, what? What? And they said, oh, we thought you wanted us to design a slaughterhouse. <laughs> <laughs> and this is really Monty Python, like, obscure. They designed a high-rise slaughterhouse with all ways to kill people in this building. <laughs> yeah. D D have any of you ever been to Sweden? Uh, Stockholm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Stockholm. Stockholm. Stockholm, it, it's fascinating. Beautiful city, right? Beautiful architecture. But one of their centerpieces is the, I think it's the SAS Tower. It's three what? slabs of concrete in mm. the middle of the city that look like from a dystopian sci-fi movie. Very Swedish, very Swedish. Completely fucking bananas because the rest of the city is gorgeous, especially around like the marina and all that sort of stuff that you have to see. Yeah. Beautiful kind it of like It looks exactly Nordic. like Zurich, that city. It does a bit. It's like, yeah. That city's a yeah. carbon copy of Zurich. You, you got a point there. Yeah. They, <laughs> all the people are the same. They close down the same time. <laughs> This is what confuses Americans. That's why they don't know the difference between Sweden and Switzerland. I'm not surprised at all. I wasted money going there on holiday. I was like, why the fuck am I here? So uh, let, let's bring it back to sports then, because uh, <laughs> this is uh, the little excursion. Um, well, architecture comes into play eventually. Yes, I want to talk about your stadium experiences. But when, uh, when it comes to team sports, Dean, what was the, the go-to as a white boy in South Africa? <laughs> no, look, I was always upset because... It involved the hunting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we used to let someone go into the forest and we'd, as a team, hunt them down. And, <laughs> and then dinner was served, you know. <laughs> no, um, I, was, I was upset because I look at me. I'm not like exactly the buffest motherfucker out there and i enjoyed american sports you know like i always wanted what i couldn't have and so baseball basketball those things i liked oh wow. basketball is kind of a close fit for you though like you're yeah I'm what, super you're tall. six four <laughs> yeah i could reach the hoop <laughs> i always wanted to play these things and we just didn't have any of them because all of the south african schools were focused on rugby yes yeah a man's sport a man's sport but for real rugby man. union for for that matter not league I I think I think it was all of them, all the rugby, whatever. All the rugby, all the jargon you use to describe rugby is what. Yeah, I agree. Whatever you say, actually, yeah. <laughs> no, I think rugby league might have been only the UK at it, this point. I think so. Well, it, it it went to Australia at one point as well. You can compare it with um, touch rugby and rugby. It's, what do you mean? 
Dude. I thought they just, thought they just touched each other. To a lot of very big guys are going to come and see you. I'm, glad, you. I'm glad you got that. This is how little I like rugby. Yeah, no, it, this is great. You, you had the perfect answer and Harry nearly suffocated on his fear because he was fearing for his life because some cousin will beat his fucking face you know, at mean, Christmas. I mean, rugby people, are, the weird thing in the UK is, you, uh, yeah, we got to find out what Dean's sports are, but, but, but the, the weird thing is, is like, like football is where all the hooliganism happens. And, it, and, and rugby, which is basically a fairly violent game, it's a, also a class thing in the UK. Yeah. It's like people of higher class. Yeah, what's it saying? Uh, gen- Full- uh, football is a gentleman's sport played by hooligans. Rugby no, is a no, no, no. Hooligan sport around. played it's by gentlemen. A, uh, uh, football is a gentleman's game uh, played by hooligans. Yeah, I think no, they, no, no, it's, no. It's no, no. I uh, fuck. <laughs> I, I ruined the flow. Sorry. Never mind. I'm never saying no ever. He's got. Let's just. I said let's it right. just. I think Dean got it right. It made. It made sense. You got. Yeah. You conveyed the point. Yeah. Christian is now. Christian's on a mission. He's, so he's going totally anal. Right. Because <laughs> he's he's got his friends in Australia who all face palmed. Yeah. <laughs> ah, How could you sake. not know this, Christian? Soccer is a gentleman's game played by hooligans, and rugby is a hooligans game played by gentlemen. You're absolutely exactly right. Exactly what I fucking said. Exactly. Well done, Dean. Ten, so, but, ten so you were points. you were a, a passive <laughs> passive sports guy. Like you would watch sports and stuff. No, I wanted to play basketball. Um, so I asked the school, like, can we set up a basketball team and stuff? And they were like, sure. We're just not going to give you any money to do so. Oh, right. great. So you had to bring your own ball. No, because like the courts were, so they had basketball courts, but I think they built them like fucking 30 years prior for some reason. <laughs> yeah, sure. And it was just like a cracked desert, you know, next to the netball courts. I think they're just like, all right, we'll just buy a netball hoop, a basketball hoop, right? For the boys. They had never renovated these courts. They had done it for the netball girls because all the girls played netball. Like, it was the girls' thing. So then next to the netball course, this barren fucking broken down basketball court that we were going to try and play on. And it was right across the field from the fucking rugby team. Oh. So, like, as we're trying to dunk and the, the fucking hoop breaks off and everything, like, shatters and the, the ground cracks, we look over and there's just a bunch of rugby players almost like fresh green grass, <laughs> like, you know, pummeling <laughs> brand new equipment that's all painted and brilliant. Whilst they're touching each other's cocks. Exactly. Yeah. And then they would come over to us and make fun of us playing basketball and be like, listen, guys, you don't have to suppress your homosexuality. <laughs> we 100% support you. Like, we're not, this is a no judgment zone over here. Is poof a word in seven? They'll call us poofs. Meanwhile, <laughs> poof. we're not. We're playing a no contact sport. I mean, come on, like, I'm a, mm. you know, why are you why are you even coming at us? <laughs> in fucking... some parts of the world, like basketball is played by some pretty mean individuals. Damn like, strange. gangster sport. Yeah, we're yeah. so gangster. Like our coach was like straight from the streets. This guy nice. like played basketball and he did it for free. Like he came over and he was like, "I'm going to train the hardest, toughest motherfuckers in the school, and we're going to start a gang." Basically, like, <laughs> he came in there for gang recruitment not play basketball <laughs> no <laughs> what's that <laughs> the, the, the cave town no, no sorry joe burke 76ers yeah yeah <laughs> 69ers away <bro. laughs> shout out <laughs> yeah no i i stopped playing because every time i would take my school stuff there it's shit got stolen like or all the time so i was like fuck this i'm not getting stuff stolen oh yeah, that sounds okay. like my basketball experience actually. yeah yeah yeah, yeah full on <laughs> 
Wow. <laughs> um, yeah, don't leave your bag in the cabin. It's it's getting raided. Yeah, that's for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but so you did you did play in school? Like, what was it? Was it a school thing? Um, when, when you would do sports, was was soccer even a thing? Uh, not really. Like, it's, it's strangely divided. Like, uh, the black community would play soccer, and then the white yeah. community would play, or well, the Afrikaans community would play um, rugby. That to me is absolutely fascinating. It's really strange. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it, football can be like soccer in that context. It can be political. It, it can be it can be religious. Like um, in Scotland, where you have the Protestants against the Catholics in in one oh, city. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's fucking nuts. Like uh, what's the Celtics and uh, I'm oh. always getting this wrong. So somewhere in glasgow uh glasgow rangers versus celtics that, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the that's the derby and that's basically religious divide yeah, yeah. um uh, it can be um it, it can be a question of class yeah. which which club you go for i think in london there is a connotation with this some london clubs are a bit more upper class than others yeah that makes yeah tottenham versus chelsea tottenham. yeah che yeah chelsea weirdly which is a very rich area used to be isn't Chelsea? They there was one club where Vinnie Jones came from. Yeah, and 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 he like you know the, Vinnie, the great actor Vinnie Jones, the great, the fantastic needs an needs an Oscar, <laughs> and he was he was famous for he would he was famous for committing violent fouls. He was an enforcer. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he was like, yeah. Wait, this uh, this is I feel like we're getting onto a sports podcast here. I'm gradually my balls are <laughs> tightening. <laughs> getting getting Harry's, uh, welcome back to Harry, Harry's football podcast. But the reason why I wanted to bring this up is because I'm actually getting a little bit annoyed with soccer. Not not just a little bit. I I hate it so much because it's it, first of all um, it, it, there there's this whole money spiel with it. Okay, so um, uh, fuck the establishment. Let's let's hang yeah. on. There is that part. But what really annoys me about soccer is every four years or every two years rather, you have this big tournaments. You have the European yeah. Cup, you have the World Cup, all these yeah, sort of things, yeah. and people you don't care about, and you've never had longer conversations than say hello and goodbye. Suddenly tell you about how they're into soccer. Yeah. It's like what you you're so fat. Like it's, it's why why are you suddenly following soccer? There's yeah. no point. And they know all the names, and they have these fucking stupid sticker albums and all that sort of bullshit. It, it, it is <laughs> completely fucking beyond me. Why suddenly that change in mind? Like soccer and, and football is a religious experiment, pretty much a religious following. You know, yeah, instead of going to church, you follow your teams, your God. Now I can abide by that because I, I grew up with ice hockey and and uh, with uh, in Bern ice hockey is religion. You go watch the games every week and all that sort of stuff. It was awesome. Um, I've uh, had a, a girlfriend in Australia where um, she got me into uh, Australian rules football mm, and Australian I, I, rules. I, I follow <laughs> yeah, I follow that actually quite religiously as well. Mm. But I, I get the thing about following a team and, and being involved in it but what i don't get is to do it in like four year stints <laughs> you know what it, four years is just long enough to like them to pay taxes or something i guess keep them consuming yeah just just suddenly you know who's part of the national team 
but you don't give a fuck for it's like an it's like yeah, a repeated but, cycle but i guess i guess that's the right level because if you did it more than that then the whole thing would lose its magic and and if you did it less no one would give a shit so it's like i'm guessing it's because it's this nationalist nationalistic thing as well like it's like like the olympics it's like <laughs> yeah yeah it, the people go yeah i'm so proud to be x and when the rest of the last four years i didn't give a shit you're proud for being born yeah that's exactly. basically a fluke of jesus a, a christ fluke of birth i mean on the meta level like any kind of sport and olympic games it's like a, a representation of collectivism versus someone but then it's an endless forever eternity competition right so it's like oh great some guys kick a ball around for a bit win a trophy and then they're just competing the next year again you know new managers new teams it's like uh it's pointless just like life <laughs> but the, but, 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 i have a huge ambiguity with this i fully agree with it, whatever you just said but then i get super excited when my team wins yes because we ha all have that primal yeah, it collectiveness it is it, it i mean it, there is a and, and it's great because it's so low effort you just got to stare at a screen make noise and drink beer it's something to believe in <laughs> and you get to scream and get excited yeah we're all together in this the collective yeah, which exactly. is something that lacks a lot from our lives i mean weirdly like 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 years and years ago i was living in munich and it happens to be world cup that that year and i and i was pretty lonely Ooh. this year in munich but this summer where it was like world Shout cup oh, was Rappers this bar. the home tour uh, was this when germany had is that football world cup no this, uh, i think this was this was in brazil or 2010 oh. no this no, is no. this is like uh 98 maybe or something like that oh before my time and uh i forget even which country it might have been in spain no couldn't have been I, whatever it doesn't matter uh yeah argentina but no, the, that was maybe it was no it, japan oh, no it was yeah, uh korea it japan. was france yeah it that was france it was yeah, the exactly. france world cup oh yeah 94 was the u.s headbutted that dude yeah, yeah and yes. and where it was great because like for me as a guy new to the city it was just an excuse like you could kind of you bond with bond random anyone. people yeah yeah and there was like parties in the streets and it, it was like because me it's a fucking boring place it's just full of people wearing <laughs> wearing dirndls and stuff like this. But for a little no. while, it became a cool place. <laughs> it's dirndls or polo shirts. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. We had the we had the World Cup hosted in South Africa, 2010. Were you there? Oh shit! Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's go watch one game: Italy versus, uh, I think Argentina. Uh -huh. They kicked their asses, and it was the only time we watched the game. They beat them, so that was that was a very proud moment. And then the Vuvuzelas are just blasting your ears oh off the God. whole time. So my only World Cup experience was actually a Rugby World Cup. Okay. Uh, when it was in London. And um, obviously the South Africans won. Uh, nope. No, Kiwis England? did. Kiwis? Oh, okay. um, and the first game was uh, the Kiwis play Argentina, the Pumas, <laughs> um, in at Wembley Stadium. Wow. Which is a soccer stadium, actually, but they they made it. Uh, a rugby stadium for the world cup and it was fucking insane yeah yeah um mm. and it what was baffling me and this is something that that really struck me in the uk football fans always segregated right you you would go to any game even a friendly um <laughs> i was watching um ireland play england in mm. wembley a, a friendly match mm. and fuck me there was a lot of cops yeah. like it was it was properly segregated fight. um uh, rugby no one gives a fuck no e everyone's yeah, like yeah, there's yeah. kiwis there's 
gentlemen. Ar- Argentinians no. never just, any violence. Nothing. You just sit there, drink beers, say, say uh, hi to people, shout a little bit when you score a goal. You, because it's t- definitely you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely part of this. The violence is on the field in rugby. Yeah. Like the guy, the South African dude who got his testicles ripped open. Oh, that's fucked. Yes. Did you guys see that? Yes. When was this? So I can't remember when or how, where. It was in France. It was, yeah. So Did they do the slow-mo on the go? Dude, probably. <laughs> his testicle came out of its sack. It was hanging down his pants, basically. Walks up field. He's like, fix it. And they just put it back in. And he's like, cool, I'm going out again. He's like, I'm going to go play. They just put his, popped his ball back. And <laughs> off he went. I don't Sta- think he went out though. Stapled the scrotum. Uh, <laughs> I'm going gonna, gonna to read out what happened because um, when, when you Google this, you only have to put in testicle and rugby. Uh, and they do. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you mean? Which is weird because you might have just got a picture of a rugby ball. Like. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is a story of one of the toughest men in sport. Meet Wayne Buck Shelford, a New Zealand rugby legend. He's a New Zealand guy. Oh, he's New Zealand, yeah. Buck was a notable victim of the infamous Battle of Nantes, one of the most aggressive games of rugby ever witnessed. During the game, a French boot found its way into Shelford's groin, somehow ripping his scrotum and leaving him with one testicle hanging free. We got to post a picture of that. <laughs> Can you see it? So, yeah. Shelford was caught at the bottom of a rock 20 minutes into the game, losing four teeth and sustained a large tear to his scrotum, courtesy of a French boot. Incredibly, Shelford had his injury stitched on the sideline and played on until deep into the second half, when a knock to the head left him con- concussed and unable to continue. So it wasn't just Jesus. that he he lost teeth. A ball <laughs> and to, then got concussed. One hell of a game. Knock him out. Like, <laughs> I, I mean, after the first tooth, I would go like, "No, fuck nah, this! Fuck like, this. I'm gone. I'm retired. <laughs> it's my goddamn teeth." That's funny, man. <laughs> so uh, th- this is him. When I came out of the tunnel and I saw them, I looked into the eyes of many of the players as I walked past them, and their eyes did not say that they were going into the game against the All Blacks. Their eyes just looked like they were on something and I could not prove it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay, so that's all there on opium, not feeling oh, anything. Fuck you, me. Can I just say like a quick meta level? Do you know what's, what's funny is that, is that last week we do this like feminist podcast and maybe a few new listeners came to us thinking like wow, one these week guys, later yeah these we're like guys are, these guys are enlightened. like they're they're you know they're allies that <laughs> now we're straight into them. harry Sports nobody's and... ever thought you might have been an ally okay <laughs> <laughs> not even for a second all right fair enough <laughs> oh, fuck are women me, allowed to wear high heels in the office <laughs> no, you they, said that they, out loud i know and i had valid reasons because wow. it's fucking loud and noisy <laughs> You can't play rugby in high heels, let's face it. Uh, <laughs> not that you'd want to. I bet there is some weird drag rugby because that's rugby. Oh, there, there is there there is American football with uh in bikinis. <laughs> They're all drag queens. What? Yeah. With, with men or women? No, women. Yes, it's, I'm interested. Uh, tits out American football. <laughs> yeah. They, they have the helmets. Of course though. it's fucking America, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do they squirt mustard on them on the side? <laughs> but the thing is I, so I used to play I used to play rugby. Uh, so when so football in a bikini? Wait, can I ask the position where you're a hooker? Uh, <laughs> I was always a flanker. 
like, flanker. So mm-hmm. he made coming. fluffer. You know? no, no. <laughs> Hooker. We had this guy. Uh, I mean, okay. So I came from a, near Southampton. <laughs> it was a football football territory. I go to a boarding school in the west of England. This is rugby territory, and. Yeah. Uh, I forgot the whole Close point. Of Wales. So, yeah. and I and I was okay at rugby. I mean, it, it like I because the first few years I was bigger than everyone. Then I was like later developer. So everyone just shut up. But then by the end, I caught up again and I started playing flanker. And uh, and and it's a funny spot to play because you get to do you get to do cheaty things when you play f- on the on the side of the scrum like like you know when someone runs past you and like as if by magic they just wipe out with no one touch them and you just happen to be there like it's a <laughs> sneaky role which kind of suited that me. really fits yeah i can uh, totally see and, that in and there. sneaking in on the side yeah, you just like it. a little a little toe in the right place and they wipe out but then it's i went to Harry sex life <laughs> You gotta, you gotta use the toe thing. You gotta <laughs> use everything dick shaped you got. Uh. <laughs> and uh, yeah, but then I went to university and, and like a, a school we were cool, but at university they were into some, they're just into all kinds of ridiculous bonding shit. Like, like I remember that I played one game with them and then on the way back, they spent like we this this one hour talking about the time that someone uh, wrapped their shit in a box and gave it to someone in the, else in the team as a present. And how, and the whole, for a fucking hour, Sounds they intellectual. were talking about That it. is incredible. Someone took a shit in a box and sent it by post to someone. These are all birthday. doctors now, right? Probably. They're probably <laughs> Rocket scientists, they're all. They're probably, yeah, they're, I mean, they're all super successful dudes by now. But oh, I fucking man. hated all that, all that crap. And then you all had, the masculinity you've been suppressing, or all Terry. You had all the chicks that would hang around those guys, rugby bunnies. And then yeah, and then you'd have like, and then and that's why the high heels is because they would they would <sighs> do they any excuse uh, anything to dress up in drag. It's like the gayest shit. I'm sorry, but these guys would just so much <laughs> suppress homosexuality. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> it's just it would, they like to externalize their femininity. That's a typical trait of someone who's overly masculine. There yeah. was, there was a, a famous uh, referee, rugby union referee. He were, he's a Welsh guy. Um, he was on top of his game. Like he, he would uh, do all the World Cups. Um, and he came out maybe, maybe seven years ago. <laughs> um, and it was this huge outcry in the rugby community. But it was really bizarre because he felt he couldn't come out for, for all these years. <laughs> Um, I wonder why. Yeah, well, yes. <laughs> um, they won't let me touch them if they know I'm gay. <laughs> no. um, it, it was it was really bizarre because then Grubs the, got the, a whole the, new meaning. The institutions basically had to react in in the way that you should react and go like, no, we are totally supportive and stuff. But everyone within the clubs was just like, no, fuck that guy. Like we we don't want anything to do. Yeah, you're with, ru- with him anymore. You're ruining all our repressed homosexuality. <laughs> yes. Don't yeah. like it's, the orgasms. Now I have are, to come out. The orgasms are better when nobody knows. You know. <laughs> I mean, it, the thing is, it's weird. Like, okay, this is not wasn't on the podcast, but you were telling us a story before we started recording about going to a strip club with some some dudes, and there's something even like there, there's something weirdly repressly homosexual about going to a strip club Do with you your buddies. Do you want to see your buddy see barred up? 
Do you want to see your buddies having a full-on hard-on? Yeah. No it, chance, no. man. It's <laughs> that's whatever you're into. <laughs> no, but, well, yeah, but it's like it's like a cover story, and and in a way, the whole of we, that's really going on rugby. The whole of rugby is that the scrum, and you've yes. got <laughs> you actually. I just said the whole cover story of rugby. No, because <laughs> I mean, I used to play. Orgy. I used to play second row in the scrum, so you, you know. Oh, like, you're in the sandwich. And you you're getting s- fisted, and <laughs> you gotta stick your Harry's the Eiffel Tower. Oh um, yes, you, you gotta take two dudes and put your arm. Well, no, actually, it's usually one. And t- you, you hold around a leg. So your arm goes between their legs and grabs just above the balls. And then you got a dude doing the same thing. Or do you hold on to the, to the to shorts? You go oh, to the shirt. You, to the, the lower, shirt. The yeah. lower shirt. To the ball. The, the, the you shaft. just, grab, got you some just reach. grab whatever you can grab. <laughs> and it's... And it's yeah. We've all got a bit of anger around this because I think that the, the toxic masculinity of the rugby crews, they would always be the ones to... The quickest to call you out as gay or like not man oh, enough. Oh, yeah. Or, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's, just, it's the same as Republican yeah. senators who yeah, go, yeah, like, exactly. gay is evil and then they're in the toilet. Then, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Getting blown by sending your friend your own shit is also a really fucking weird thing fetish that's just weird though i don't that's not a gay thing that's yeah, just a weird thing it's just get like over their anal phase yeah some fecal filiac kind of thing but it's like yeah it's just weirdly like and i just hated because by this point when i was in this university it was just this assumption that you're part of the gang now and you have to do all the stupid shit we do Rawr. i'm like i'm not gonna fucking do it no i i hate i hate all this like loss of identity and fake yeah but yeah (sighs) it runs rampant through all you know institutions of sports especially the schools because kids make fun of kids all the time right like i was in the swimming team which is not a team sport technically unless you're doing like relay or something yeah but it was pretty much just swim as hard as you could look i'm gonna say something now vulnerable i'm a grower not a shower we all know that we had to wear speedo (laughs) right yeah, yeah. My thing would be like small enough not to have a bump sometimes. You know, cold day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. cold day. Speedo. You're so, you're basically Ken from Barbie. I'm basically Ken from Barbie sometimes. Yeah. You know, some of the dudes with a, a bit more growing talent, <laughs> not growing talent, just showing no, talent. No, it's just me. It's they just, just had like, like flesh sticks. You know, exactly. Semi hard constantly. Whatever they would make fun. Why am I saying this? <laughs> Fuck those guys. Why am I Steve, those this guys. The repressed anger's coming up. Dude. And I Let would it swim out. so Let hard it and it just ah, I'd beat all of you, them. And exactly. I used to shake my legs. You, you you didn't have the dick drag exactly. slowing you down. I didn't that have was any you. dick dragging me through the pool. Evolutionary. If, if exactly, if the world gets flooded, I'm fucking there. Yeah, exactly. I'm alpha all of a sudden. <laughs> I'm like Trump. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, actually, it's reminding me. There's this, there's this, uh, there's this great, you know, Stuart Lee, the comedian. Yes, he's got this great bit where where he does in in Glasgow. He does. No, no, I'm not going to do the whole thing. But he's, you can find it on <laughs> search for Stuart Lee Braveheart. It's the most fantastic roast of a bunch of Scottish people, uh, and, and it's done in Glasgow. But he's just got this one little bit where he's going. You know, when I was, you know, I'm really Scottish, but growing up in England. <laughs> When they would say to me, like, on Monday morning at school, they go, did you see the sports, Stu? The wonderful sport that all men must like. (laughs) (laughs) And it's such a, it's like exactly that describes so much how I felt as a teenager and later about a lot of team sport. It's just like this Mm. forced opinion. 
you you have to it's like we well, you're <laughs> you have to think this way you have to be this what's way. wrong with us guys <laughs> I, but i went through multiple iterations of this it, I, and again it, it, i fully agree with, with with what he is saying and this is kind of like oh my god we should be smarter than this and blah 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 um and i i refused after a while especially with ice hockey because ice hockey and burn is very politicized as well so ice hockey is right wing and football is left wing in burn this is very what? particular in Bern. So if you're a football fan, if you go for the Young Boys, um, that's nah. the local football club. Oh, yeah, the cricket. Uh, playing Wankdorf. Um, they, uh, <laughs> 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 uh, they, um, they are totally left-wing. Like, that's that's the, the left-wing following of the city. And that's usually also the city boys. So you have the city-country divide. Yeah, yeah. Um, ice hockey, also in the city. The stadiums are next to each other, by the way. They're just like, just a, 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 a stone throw away from each other. <laughs> Which constantly <laughs> occasionally happens. Occasionally happens, yeah. yes. Um, I was totally into ice hockey. Dad was an ice hockey guy. We grew up with ice hockey. I played ice hockey when I was young. <laughs> Dad was also a communist. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, it, Dad was a hippie. So um, it, it was super where, weird. Where did, where did you play? Like what position? Oh, so I played until sixth grade and then decided it was too too violent and started playing basketball right after. Okay. Um, I played defense uh, right. Um, yeah. That, it, Is that where you get to crush people to death? Yeah, but I wasn't a fat bastard by then. No, it was quite <laughs> lightweight. So contrary to popular belief, uh, I used to be very thin. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so, no ice hockey was not the right i was so thin this is what happened we we had um uh it's called a check when you basically run into each other shoulders first um and there was a checking contest so basically you would run against each other that was during training um this was a drill you would run against each other and try to smack each other down by just shoulder punching each other yeah and the guy the guy that got me was so big he just he checks me but i go airborne <laughs> across the direction across the the wall that's oh, shit, the, 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 the boundary of the ice hockey field so he just right lifts over. me across that wow. so, on the other side <laughs> onto onto the tarmac just right wow. there and everyone goes like Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> that's when that's when christian give up his ice hockey yeah no, fuck this game i'm out um but Ice hockey was uh, turbo evil. I, I mentioned this before. It was also evil in the grandstand. So when we would go to the ice hockey games, there would always be fights and shit. And dad would run out with us from the stadium and, and all that. Because it was like, there was like cops and shit Time flying. To go. <laughs> yes. Come on, yeah. get this. This is us going home now. I have this vivid memory of uh, running out of the stadium, riot cops left, right. And then just in the distance, we see a tram shaken out of its tracks. <laughs> it's oh my like, God. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> wow. Apocalyptic. The city is burning. It's such a first world thing. <laughs> Quick, get the tram. <laughs> it's, it's weird. I've never seen that. That's Once I saw, just to say, I, once I saw like on the way to work, a tram stuck in the side of a bus nice and that put me in a great mood for the rest of the day <laughs> really it was just like finally yeah, something didn't work trams. properly here. Uh, <laughs> yeah. like so a little bit of chaos that's why chaos is always fun but so i basically decided after that point that club sports are bullshit anyway so i, I played basketball because it was fun and it was athletic but there was nothing to win like especially in Switzerland, that was your experience our, we're fighting for our lives out there well so th there was never 
any anything that could become of it. So football, there would or soccer, there would always be this ambition to maybe some someday make money with it. Mm. And that didn't exist in basketball. Basketball was just this kind of like sideshow sport that you do because it's fun. And, you know, it, it was all because people loved the game. Yeah. Um, so that was cool. I completely kind of stopped following team sports um, in, in general. It was like, you know, basketball is fun, blah, blah, blah. And then school came around. But once, <laughs> once I got back into uh, rugby, and this was um, in, in London, um, just following like rugby tournaments and that sort of stuff. So I became exactly the douchebag that I was just dissing before that gets into <laughs> uh, sports every four years. I became mm, that guy. Yeah, mm, I've, done just, I've done it. I've done it as well. Yeah, like, it feels great. Yeah, you're in the pub, you're screaming at people that are turbo fit and uh, it's just, it's <laughs> awesome. It, it's great. Um, I had my little uh, All Blacks jersey and just <laughs> go for my life. I will never forget this. I was in New Zealand um, somewhere north island in the in, hours away from auckland there was no civilization nothing and um there was a little uh, surf shop uh, ra- run by like an old lady and as i walk in on the wall there are two pictures like these framed little pictures from celebrities or or dts or whatever there's the pope <laughs> and then there is a rugby player <laughs> <laughs> of equal importance to it. yeah on the same level same yeah. size yeah that's funny man what the pope did to that guy when he was young turned him into a rugby player (laughs) wow he's still suppressing it (laughs) guys i remember the the world cup when it was in south africa um it was insane we had kind of been colonialized again by you know mexicans and italians and you know everyone from all over the world started coming to the country and it was insane like because we had never seen so much diversity despite the fact that we're the rainbow nation you know um, oh yeah that's fascinating actually yeah so at the time i think i was like 19 maybe and i was with my friend uh johan shout out to johan oh true wasn't this was the big one like nelson was out of prison by then this was like what, what were you talking about we we're Dude. not talking about the rugby world cup we we're talking about the football, football world yeah world exactly cup. but i remember 10 he was dead by then was he uh when did nelson Mandela die 2000 he may have been oh no 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 sorry died. i'm confused yeah it was a rugby 94. world cup he came out so what you're referring to is the it's the rugby world cup with yeah. matt damon yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, sorry. it's not all invictus dude uh, sorry morgan freeman isn't nelson mandela <laughs> <laughs> he would have been a bad <laughs> especially the fuck voice you. the voice is great like come on. despite his voice nelson mandela, fuck your this okay, is my, my tata okay so about. 2010 2010, all these, yeah, all these, and my friend and I, we'd go out to party uh, and we'd just like try and meet these foreigners, right? Um, and then we realized just how much the girls were into exotic men and exotic accents. Oh. So we decided that we would be Italian. Oh, nice. For the, the, <laughs> the time, you know? So we were out partying and like we were like, fuck, we got a fake Italian. So we'd just be like, cool, just look at stuff in the room and then just make it sound Italian. We'll pretend that we're talking Italian. So they'd be like, oh, no, uno blabletto, come va escute na me drink. And these girls would fall for it. They'd be like, oh my God, are you Italian? Oh, <laughs> si, yes. Si, you're Italian. <laughs> prego, prego. Prego, prego, no, prego. Like, Messi, Messi. It's French, you're like dude. Brad Pitt and Inglorious Bastards. He's like, I speak best Italian. Yeah, yeah. Gorlami. Gor- Gorlami. <laughs> uh, it really worked. It was awesome. 
Oh, that's so funny. It's actually just as I like, there's a friend of mine. He said when he was a student, they tested out every profession at clubs to find out which one would get you laid. So what was it? Architect. What? Architect no. is is what club the, is this? Dude? This was the chess club. This was in. <laughs> So this is in Lucerne, and he just said, "Oh it, no, okay, oh, no, no, Switzerland, that, fuck that." But, that the, but the irony is, is that architect. It's it sounds it sounds like money, design, sexy, whatever. The reality, <laughs> not like the reality is, is like it's it's way worse than being a programmer. You just glorified fucking, shape dragger. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> very good. Yeah, he yep. gets to work until twelve p.m. on Friday night every time. Ew. For three and a half grand a month, but yeah. it does get you laid, apparently. No, it doesn't. Ho- <laughs> I would, you know I would, you I would want to make that test international. <laughs> Try that shit in London. Probably flipped on its head. Yeah, you know what gets you laid generally? Being a rugby player. <laughs> 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 Fucking proper dude. Hey, we need more of your South African accent. Oh uh, yes, this guys. From now on, I'm oh, toxic masculine <laughs> rugby player. Guy. Okay. No, a real, let, a real a, man. Let's a do real a proper man. podcast. <laughs> Straight up on today's episode, we're teaching Harry how to be a real man. We're gonna do some scrumming. We're gonna grab each other by the balls, and off we go. Ah, oh, okay. very nice. I feel safe with you. You feel good. You feel safe. My that balls is, in your hands. Is the way to do it. Uh, do you know, suddenly they're just retracted. To be honest, uh, but the point, I'm alpha now. The funny thing is, is actually football taught me trolling. Because growing up in England, you'd have like the European Cup, World Cup, and because I'm half German, half English, I would support proper conflict. I would support <laughs> Germany every time. Are you dick? And, and I'd be that guy, like everyone else is depressed, and I'm like, yes! <laughs> yeah. And it always you mean, yes, yes, the just and very consciously, both hands go up, yeah. and just the right one, both hands go up. And what was amazing is, is it always used to come down to penalties when England and Germany played. Yeah. And Germany would always win the penalties because the English never fucking practiced. David Beckham would like boot the ball out of the stadium. (laughs) (laughs) And the Germans, you could just see, they would do exactly the same kick. Very precise. Every time. And it's just like, and it was clear that the English approach was, we'll just get the right psychological, emotional level. And and the, whereas the Germans are like, exactly, I will kick a ball within one millimeter of the post at this height and it will always go in. <laughs> I'm going to shoot over there. Yeah. You could know, exactly. say you're a little bit pedantic about <laughs> And it, it was always like, and it would be like me and my group of friends. had a lot friends. of training with bombing England. I mean, <laughs> and they know exactly where the target is. Ah, uh, yes. But it also taught me how to be hated and it was great <laughs> it's really like a skill like, you've carried through your whole exactly. life exactly right? how to be the fucking asshole who couldn't uh, say that sport teaches you things right? <laughs> so fucked up um i have one thing that i wanted to show you um this is a team sport um on paper i i don't really take it as a team sport rowing rowing is a sport a oh, rowing is holy in the uk in 2016 Rio, um, there was uh, the Irish team, the Irish team uh, of rowers, which are two brothers. Um, they uh, gave an interview um, before the uh, finals that they were uh, that they were part of, and I just want to want to play a sequence because it encapsulates all sports for me. <laughs> 
in the most glorious in the most glorious way. So this is the interview right before the final. Um, it's by Irish television. Um, so sorry for the accents, but here we fucking go. Is that is that the the O'Donovan game plan? Come out from the start and go as fast as you can, or is there is there is there a, a strategy? I don't know. A more complicated strategy. Simple enough, You're really. Too yeah. complex, really. No. Just, yeah, to be as fast as you can go, yeah. and start to finish. Yeah. Close your eyes and pull like down. <laughs> Must feel good though, as I say, a tough week. <laughs> Dude, close your eyes and pull like a dog. That's what you do. That's, that's, that's the game plan. You get out there, you kick a ball. Right? Yes. You go yes. out there. You tackle a mate and then you play. It's not exactly. You go as fast as you can. I mean, there's more. There's definitely more strategy in football really. than rowing. <laughs> yeah, rowing is literally just pulling as hard as you can. It's like, it's like, it's basically yeah. And let's try and keep in a straight line, and that's about it. <laughs> Dude, I, just love I like, the, I like I love that question. Fact, yeah, but the is question there a certain is, technique you got? No, we're just gonna go and fucking roll. But it's the same stupid <laughs> questions that footballers get when they don't <laughs> score a goal. It's like, how did you feel? It's like, what? What do you mean? How what did you I? Kick the fucking ball, idiot yeah. <laughs> i didn't score dude dude there was one south african football player so they were asking like uh how do you feel about the game and like you know what's going on or technique or whatever they asked him some sports question you know and he goes yeah well uh, i'd like to thank uh, my girlfriend and i'd like to thank my wife i mean i mean uh <laughs> oh, he like added himself on national television that is amazing but there was also there's a there's a swiss coach i think of basketball who got fairly famous recently because they asked him like how how do you rate your chances against the canadian team and he's like we have no chance <laughs> oh no that was the ice hockey team oh it was ice yeah, hockey. yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. And he just said they're faster, stronger, yeah. and they're just, they're, they're going to beat us. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. there's some boring science behind uh, sports in Canada with hockey. Like they, they've noticed that kids born in January, like the, the first, the kids of the first of the year, they develop a lot quicker as, as kids. So then kids born later in the year uh, don't make the hockey team. So like you'll notice that every professional hockey player in ice hockey is born within January, February. That's because they like go from kids to professionals from a okay, young this, age. This is, this is something. This is something awesome that I wanted to hit on at some point. Um, statistics in sports, especially in North America, yeah, um, it is. That's a game fucked up. It's like uh, watching Wall Street. Yeah, know? it's like yeah. a stock market game. You watch a you watch a basketball game, and the guys, the the I call them narrators by now. They just. <laughs> They just give you stats and stats and stats. Yeah. But the most bananas thing, like um, it, it, when the sun sets uh, at, on Easter at 4 p.m., the suns have never won. Like, <laughs> what, yeah, what does that mean? Yeah, the way the angle hits the eye, Bob, you know, the team struggled a little bit on the field because of the way they were born with their cataract genetic. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's crazy. <laughs> they love that shit. They absolutely love that shit. Uh, um, give I, us your I, narrator voice there, Christian. I bet you got a good one a good narrator voice you give uh, us some podcast stats harry's got a harry's got a cricketer voice a bit boring Harry fox over the left of the field um <laughs> still trouble finding the ball because he's actually blind he didn't wank this morning so and <laughs> dean ira taking over and turns left gives a great pass over to christian breaker who is straight in front of the goal and misses again what a disappointment ladies and gentlemen <laughs> <laughs> over to you harry with the cricket score let's go the cricket scores <laughs> and then he reads the shipping cricket scores are like <laughs> much more chill it's like uh, it's like much more like this like 
And he's uh, he's slightly wide there, an interesting uh, <laughs> positioning at the wicket there, and that's like tennis though, because they have to drag yeah. it out. They've got like they've got <laughs> like twelve hours. Got, yeah, 12 hours of yeah, you can't you can't peak too quickly on cricket. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, sports are boring as fuck, man. I, the one thing I would say is is I think if. I like the team sports. I would I would like to see kids do do martial arts. Like I think martial arts are one thing that is genuinely positive. Oh, hello, Joe Rogan. Uh, yeah, no, uh, MMA. <laughs> the, yeah, okay, MMA, yeah. but 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 I mean, like at university, I did I did uh, boxe francais, like French kickboxing, which is <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> yeah, you, exactly. You, you, you like, raise a white flag in you, the second you, round. Uh, you hold your hand limply oh, when no. you, you try to slap your opponent. Don't try to kick me. Uh, no, uh, yeah, French, it's just backhand slap. Yeah. So French kickboxing, if you want a quick side, is the. Uh, it began as a sport that French sailors would do on ships and they just used their feet. So they just kicked the shit out of each other. And then there was a famous incident where a French, uh, one of these guys met an English boxer who's just using their arms and they had a fight. And then the French said, oh, it's, we should use our arms too. Which is, which is, <laughs> this is a great idea. <laughs> and and it's, it's similar to Thai box, but you don't use knees or elbows. Right. So uh, there's less like getting in a clench, uh, clinch or whatever you call that. What do you guys think of the rise of esport? Esports. Yeah, it's the future, man. The uh, future? What kids playing video games for I, money? I, I still struggle. Yeah. I still struggle with that. Struggle hard with this. But I, I, I get, I get why it is a sport because it, to me, it's as, as much a sport as chess is. Uh, yeah, I suppose so. I suppose you're right. Most so. But well, is chess considered a sport? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, Who made that decision? I mean, I mean, esports is <laughs> old white men. Esports, As usual, esports is bigger. Like Post Malone bought an esports team. I forgot which one, but they're making more money than normal sports team these yeah, days. Yeah, because they go straight onto YouTube, and I, yeah. I mean, I got I got sensitized to this because because my son used to watch these things like crazy. It's, uh just dudes playing i mean who what's his name Pewdie, pewdiepie is a gamer basically yeah. and and most of the like the biggest people on youtube getting the most views and stuff are, are mostly that's gamers. true mostly gamers yeah and and it's like and to be like I, for various reasons i started looking into stuff most of the people good at this shit they train physically like athletes so they 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 go to the gym <laughs> they got a their lot. Thumbs on. Yeah, because you can't. You your reaction times the whole thing. It works a lot better when you're physically fit as well. You're like mentally balanced and whatever. <laughs> yeah. So they're gone are the days where binges of Red Bull would uh, make you survive a land party. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You now got to you now got to train for you that. You got to be quick on Counter Strike. You know. Yeah. They take that shit seriously. There's like proper presenters and narrators, and like, oh yeah, team, whatever is bunkered down in the, the the tanker, and and you know. Did you did you see? It's insane. Okay, so we're not gonna name them, but the place I work, like last year, we did that that event. I'm gonna anonymize the details. We had a Count Strike tournament, and shout we, out to UBS. We got a guy. <laughs> yeah, let's just blame UBS yeah. for everything. <laughs> That's um, when all their trading servers crashed. Yeah. So we, we got a guy, a friend of mine who used to play Counter Strike, like fairly seriously he had about like fifty thousand twitch followers and he was our commentator and 
and then he's exp- he they're playing the games and he's explaining the strategies of the team. One of these teams had a guy who'd been on the Romanian national team, and you could see it how they played because you get this mini map in mm. Counter Strike, mm. and it's like the rest of the teams is just a bunch of idiots like wandering around the map. This one team with the guy knew what he's doing. It, it was like watching those special forces movies. Like you could yeah. see by the way they move, and they'd just be annihilate every yeah. other team. It's why don't why doesn't America like solve all their wars like this? Like we oh, just put we a are bunch not far. Of, we are not far from this. Yeah, oil, yeah, a bunch of oil barrels in the middle of the desert and say winner takes all, exactly. and then they just play Call of Duty in the meantime <laughs> exactly I, I think it's going to be much more violent than this so they're just going to have a bunch of like fighter robots with robot dogs yeah, and then dude. they come in and just invade europe but from their couch like yeah. They're, yeah they were talking about how the 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 guys who operate the drones are suffering ptsd yeah but it it's turbo fucked up no shit because he's like blowing people apart from like miles away you know? yeah, 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 yeah good splash it's uh, a <laughs> it's, it's super fucked not up not cool yeah, uh, yeah. but i think this is this is definitely not far. That's the next level to pro gaming. Yeah, is pro annihilation. Yeah, of the, the pro gamers are actually just the pro soldiers of the future. Do you remember this when the, the army, the U.S. Army, um, produced a an army video game? So that's what I was about to say. Yeah, go ahead. Um, so there, there are all these shooter games <laughs> Grab out the there. Photo. <laughs> well, funny you say that. It had a similar mode. Um, so GTA was one of the first games that introduced kind of like a, a free will kind of concept. So you didn't follow a straight um, story routine. Yeah. You could so, either sleep with the hooker or yeah, beat or her kill up. her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. a choice. Or do both at the same time. <laughs> yeah, whatever you or, want. Or, or do the cheat codes and have a flying tank. Yeah. And then uh, it, the, the, the army thing had a similar kind of mode. You, you were free to choose your missions. And it started with... You would be in uh, Fort Bragg and you do all the um, the exercises first. Uh, you learn yeah. how to use a rifle. Blah, blah, learn blah. how to Go distinguish through. a Mexican from a... I did this. I played this game and then I shot my instructor <laughs> because it, it was fucking annoying. And then I got put in virtual prison. Virtual solitary. Yeah. Yeah. But I'd heard... I had a bunch of virtual wanks as well. So. I, I, don't know, I don't know which game, but there's there's... Uh, the rumors I'd heard is that one of one of the less mainstream military games, not Call of Duty, but one of those type genre, was actually developed by somewhere in the U.S. military and used as a recruiting tool. So they're actually looking at people with certain types oh, of reaction time. No way. Yeah, that, that was the game that I was playing. It was exactly built for this. <laughs> Christian got fucking um, banned from and- the U.S. <laughs> <laughs> Can never go there yeah. ever again. I killed a virtual drill sergeant. <laughs> He's gone um, rogue. Yeah, but, but it was quite obvious how they made it as well. So it was the time when 3D games, in, in like that, um, the first first view, uh, first oh, person first view person, yeah. w- w- was kind of like new. Um, and they still struggled a little bit with the graphics at the time. Like pixelated boobies. Mm. Pixelated flowers, <laughs> but it, it was exactly that beginning of Counter Strike was really big and was way better. Um, but Counter Strike had kind of like this weird connotation with um, school shootings. Do you, do you remember this? Oh my god! Oh 
Yeah, because well, after Columbine, Columbine, they were playing they were playing Counter Strike, and then everyone was like, "Oh, Colum- what uh, the fuck? Counter Strike yeah. is the reason why we have school shootings." It's no. like Flight Simulator in 9/11. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly that. What, what will happen with is Flight Simulator 2000 now? Like, I'm worried about Farm Simulator, bro. <laughs> Jesus! Suddenly, we're all gonna have heaps of crops, <laughs> right? <laughs> there's some there's some funny channels on YouTube of people that take uh, the the flight simulators super seriously, and where it's like they do like someone's air traffic control. And there's this whole channel of like these super serious ATC who are doing all the calls right. And then you got some idiots flying a plane. And, and the way they handle it of like, breaker 9012, what's your heading? And it's like, mm, I'm going to land. And it's like, I'm flying over Epstein's Island here. Yeah, we need to know your course and heading. Otherwise, you are not. Ladies and gentlemen, Lolita Express parked in front of Epstein's Why is Trump's personal private? jet part there Jeez, <laughs> along with Christ. the pope you know <laughs> what is going on there anyway Gislaine is still Gislaine they're uh, just hoping that they're the playing team sports in prison I'm, I'm waiting for her to die like isn't she I, I due to be killed by yet. the Clintons <laughs> no I think I think I don't think I, I she's think because she was she's like too deep in this shit she's like part of the thing that was running the whole Epstein Island are they playing a team sport in prison yet I think what they're hoping is that we all just forget about it and then they quietly let the UFOs guys the UFOs are out this is what's going on and this is where we should end the podcast episode let's do that tell us do we have any plugs I don't have a good segue into that ending (laughs) I I know I usually come with the balls but Um, yes I have a couple of plugs (laughs) I was just about to do a cool segue uh, I have a couple of plans. <laughs> Christian, I was like, I was like, I usually have the balls to do a good segue, but this time I play my team player, so I hand the ball over. <laughs> Not good. Well done. That was okay. That was good. So you, maybe, you should yeah. try one. Maybe you got plugged by those aliens. I dropped in the a ball a little car. bit. Oh, sorry. Uh, I got some plugs. Okay, so twenty um, fourth of June, um, English stand up at Comedy House. Um, Tickets will be available when this comes out. Um, also in Comedy House on the 8th of July, uh, friend Benjamin Delahaye is going to have his very first German show. So for all the German speakers listening to an English speaking podcast. If you want to laugh at a French guy trying to speak German, it's, it's going to be, be great. It's going to be really fun. <laughs> I got some plugs on the 12th of June. There's a conscious tantric temple night. <laughs> oh, <laughs> fuck yes. <laughs> uh, just a joke. Just don't, yeah, tantric, whatever. Okay, we are. No, there's some more. Uh, tw- 20th of June. Uh, roast yeah, the battle. roast battle. Come and watch. Are you guys on the roast battle show? I, oh yeah. I, Christian's I, on. Who are you roasting, Christian? I just don't. At the moment, I'm not up for roast. I'm roasting a certain Jack. Jack. Uh, what's Jack's name? Roberts. Jack Roberts. Ooh, that's a tough one. Jack Roberts is gonna. Ooh, to that's gonna be it. a good one to see. I have to wear my big boy pants. Yeah, it's I'm, gonna be. It's gonna be a rough one. I'm roasting an excuse for a little puppet, uh, Ivan Simashev. <laughs> oh, that's gonna be tough because the crowd usually sides with the underdog. Um, yeah, because yeah, he's so pathetic. <laughs> thank you, thank you, dude. No, it's gonna be interesting because I don't like roasting, and Ivan is a good joke writer, but also a bit of a cunt. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> this is gonna be awesome. Yeah, I'm, uh, I don't know. Like the whole, at some point, I guess I gotta get into roasting, but but like I did a couple of. I 
annihilated once and then I was going to do another one with uh, Ludovica and it got cancelled. But uh, yeah. But okay. Well, thanks for the sad know, story, Harry. The whole thing, yeah, it's supposed to be done with love. We're trying to plug the show and you're like, this roasting isn't so great. You know? <sighs> Shut up, Harry. We're doing a roast show. Come see that on the <laughs> 20th. Uh, you're coming to watch, mm. Harry. I guess. Uh, you, it sounds you, like you, I am. You see your podcast friends die. <laughs> okay, or at least enough. one of them. Yeah, there's a new open mic happening in Basel run by Teddy and Albert Lowe, I believe. So it's called uh, Murder Mondays. Every Monday night free in Basel at the a Jukebox. A lot of comedy going on. Be there. And I want to just plug this podcast. Like we don't. Oh yeah, we don't, No, end. seriously, we don't. We don't annoy people enough. Share it with your friends. Like share, spread the spread the word a bit. We could, uh, you know, it's nice to get more <laughs> listeners, get more interaction. We haven't annoyed you guys for some mailbag for a while. I guess yeah, send the us a mailbag show. there. Uh, XYZ podcast at gmail dot com, right? And or you can find links at the XYZ dot com. Yeah, yeah, the whole thing. It's all there. Check the links on Instagram. Uh, next week, we'll probably have some more energy <laughs> and maybe a more relatable topic. We go from feminism to sports masculinity. It, it, I'm amazed it actually took us 52 episodes to get to sport. Like, that's actually pretty amazing. I and just got so, annoyed. I got so annoyed with the whole football shebang. I just needed to hear some of your stories. Yeah. Well, thanks Who, for listening. I was, who's going to win? I'm trying to end this. It's just, last, as not? a final thing, a tip. Name a country. Just a tip, Dean. I'm not putting my tip in any footballers. Thank you very much. Germany. Who cares? I'm going to go we... with Portugal. Okay, there we go. Thanks for listening, Thanks. guys. What? <laughs> Good evening. Wind 200 at 7. Runway 22 left. Clear to land. Hold short of runway 27. DJ Carlos. Uh.